What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. There's a lot going on as spring has sprung. Spring training is underway, and camps are a full go. The first order of business today I want to discuss is that the Cubs have decided to make Chris Bryant their leadoff hitter. He's going to be their new leadoff guy. I saw this yesterday. thought it was pretty interesting. And, uh, you know, they, they have a new manager, David Ross, who, as you might remember, played for the Cubs as recently as 2016 when they won the World Series. But basically, they've been looking for a solid leadoff hitter. Well, not just a solid one. For I, I hesitate to use the word permanent, but they've been looking for, you know, a, a long-term solution at leadoff for a while now. I mean, it's been a revolving door for the three seasons since Dexter Fowler left. They haven't really had... A cemented leadoff hitter and KB Chris Bryant has spent the bulk of his career as a two hitter he was asked about this yesterday in a meeting with his manager David Ross and he was on board he he said he's on board to do it I mean obviously I don't think he was gonna say no I mean what's the big deal really uh, I mean I can understand some guys might not want to lead off because they're not comfortable with that role they have to change their approach at the play they really do you can't be as aggressive as a leadoff hitter you have to be patient and be willing to take walks but the Cubs need Chris Bryant's help and I think that's interesting if you have a guy with his power at the top of your lineup that's that's crazy I mean I was watching MLB Network last night and they were talking about when Alfonso Soriano used to lead off for the Yankees back in the day it was like whenever the Yankees we're hitting it was like one nothing every single time he'd come up because this dude would hit 40 bombs a year and he'd do it from the leadoff spot which is pretty pretty remarkable i mean chris bryant's gonna give you some pop as well because you know he's actually a power hitter when you think about it but he has he has a pretty pretty good eye at the dish and everything so over the last three seasons the cubs have cycled through 17 leadoff men in, in terms of games started, and they've had at least 10 each of those years. Last year, Kyle Schwarber and Jason Hayward tried to fill that role while Ben Zobris was gone. By the end of the season, the Cubs ranked last in the majors in average on base percentage and weighted runs created plus out of their leadoff spot. And during the year they won the World Series in 2016, Dexter Fowler started 118 games at the leadoff spot, and he gave them a 277 average of three. 93 on base and a 449 slugging slash line which is just outstanding and i mean joe madden famously had referred to dexter fowler as a you go we go kind of impact on the lineup the cubs had success with a group of leadoff men in 2018 but overall the production has been sporadic so if you look at the numbers i mean i'll just go by weighted runs created plus and on base percentage just to give you the idea last year a 77 weighted runs created plus with a 294 on base in 2018 a 121 weighted runs created plus with a 366 on base so very good that year but then 2017 a 94 weighted runs created plus with a 324 on base and then obviously back to 2016 when fowler was the main guy it was a 123 weighted runs created plus with a 381 on base so it's just been up and down. It's been really volatile over the past few years. So it, it's it's been a real issue since Dex left. And they're looking at KB to be their next leadoff hitter. I mean, 
if you just look at the numbers for leadoff hitters as a whole in MLB last year, they combined for a 265 average with 335 on base, 445 slugging slash line with a 20.2% strikeout rate and 8.6% walk rate. Chris Bryant has a better slash line than that for sure. I mean, he's got a 282 average last year with 382 on base and a 521 slugging with a 22.9% strikeout rate and 11.7% walk rate. So he's better in every category I just mentioned besides strikeout rate. He has a slightly higher strikeout rate, but his walk rate is actually considerably higher than league average. And so, yeah, I like this. I mean, these abbreviated lineups, I don't know why I'm calling it abbreviated, but these these lineups are kind of just like cut to the chase right away. I've always been a huge fan of that. You know, when the, the, the Red Sox would lead off Mookie or the Yankees would have Judge hitting two or something like that. Now you see Chris Bryant leading off for the Cubs. It's kind of like you just get right to it and you don't give that pitcher any chance whatsoever to settle in. Oh, maybe the leadoff guy gets, gets on. He, he, he hits a single. Then the second guy bunts, moves him over. And okay, now you face the three hill, three hole hitter. No, it's like, okay, right away you have to dig right in because this guy could take you yard if you're not careful. And I think I like that a lot. And, um, yeah, so David Ross didn't go into the details of his full lineup after KB, but he did say he believes that Bryant and Rizzo would form a nice one-two punch. So maybe Anthony Rizzo is going to be their two-hitter, which which would make sense. I mean, he also said he values alternating the handedness of his hitter, so a right, righty than a lefty would make sense. I mean, you could see something like Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Schwarber, Contreras, and Hayward. One through six, I mean, that just goes uh, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty. Just right, like just like that, one through six. And um, yeah, you, he said you want to put those bats as close to the top, which is what he says with Brian Rizzo. So reading between the lines, it sounds like Anthony Rizzo would be their two hitter. But yeah, so that's what's going on in Cubs camp. I think that's really interesting. We'll see KB out of the leadoff spot. If any of you are... Uh, fantasy baseball players that's definitely a development to keep an eye on especially if you play in a you know obp league or something i don't know run scored is a category which i mean in most leagues it is your your chris bryant stock is going up so keep an eye on that in other news the minnesota twins you know they moved miguel sano over to first base because they got josh donaldson and I'm, I'm excited for that development. I mean, Miguel Sano had a career best year last year, 34 homers. And, you know, he signed a three-year extension. He's, he's in a good place right now. If we were having this conversation 12 months ago, we would not have been so sure because he was coming off of just a myriad of injuries and excessive weight gain and everything. But this dude came into shape, came, came into camp in great shape last year. And apparently he's done the exact same thing this year. He looks really good. He looks to build off of a strong season last year. He has as much power as as anyone. He really does. As much raw power as anyone. Uh, but last year we got to see him finally put things all together. And now to think that he's like willing to move to first base. Well, not that he had a choice. I mean, they're talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm willing to move to first base for you, bro. Which is what he told Donaldson during free agency. I mean, of course, that's true, but I mean, he was going to move whether he liked it or not. But it's good to know that he's on board. And um, I'm just mentioning him because I'm excited to see 
that lineup, man, that that Twins lineup that I think they had what like seven guys that hit seven or eight guys that hit twenty bombs last year. That is absolutely insane. And his athleticism, be, being Miguel Sano, is playing up because he's lost a lot of weight and he's come into better shape. I mean, last year he had a twenty six and a half feet per second sprint speed that would have easily placed him in the upper half of first baseman. So athletically, he's going to be there for sure. We don't really have a large enough sample size for defensive metrics to, to know what he looks like at first base from the few times he's, I mean, 31 appearances there in his career. But I'm sure that the Twins trust his natural athleticism and instincts, trust that they'll be strong enough that he's going to have a reasonably smooth transition to first base. Man, I just want to see... I just want to see his team healthy because if they're healthy, they're going to be they're going to be fun to watch just like they were last year. That that Twins Twins lineup is is something you don't want to mess with. Moving on to Yankees camp, apparently DJ LeMahieu and the Yankees have not discussed an extension yet, according to GM Brian Cashman. And um, I mean, I'm sure the Yankees are 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 thrilled to be getting DJ at this at this uh discount i mean this dude signed a two-year deal with them last year i believe it was for 10 million a year i mean solid money but obviously he was punching way above his weight not above his weight above his contract because he is a good player the numbers that we saw from dj lemay last year were legitimate he's always been a good player it's just um he played in colorado so something about playing in colorado just makes people discredit you a lot but the yankees will take the six war season they got from him any day. Oh, yeah, so his contract actually is two years, $24 million. And, um, yeah, he's 31, so, I mean, not exactly youthful, but because he's a high-contact hitter, that gives him a high floor. And he's the kind of guy whose game is going to age very well because he doesn't rely on on power or you know, raw athleticism. He's just a hitter and uh, makes a lot of contact. So that's going to age well. So the three-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glover, batting champion and silver slugger, David John LeMayhew. I mean, he's a Yankees infielder. He's he's a stud. He really is. I mean, the Yankees made out like bandits when they signed this guy. And I'm sure he's going to look to cash in. He's not going to get a lot of years, but he should get a lot more money than what he's getting right now. But that's, I mean, that's that. And the Red Sox have signed Jonathan Lucroy. They signed him to a minor league deal and yeah a one and a half million dollar base salary if he makes the major league roster and he's 33 years old he's no longer the the all-star caliber player he once was i mean he was once one of the best all-around catchers in the game from 2012 to 2016 but you know over the past three seasons he's just been you know just average it is what it is but he's a veteran presence and he's going to be a third catcher behind christian vasquez and kevin ploiecki so that's all I've got for today. Just some updates. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.